Welcome, everyone, to a brand new episode of Learn About World Cuisine, the show that takes you on a culinary tour around the world. Today's topic will be nothing but fun, mind-blowing facts about Japan, and then at the end of the episode, I have fun, mind-blowing facts about Japanese cuisine. Let's get started. The population of Japan is 125.7 million people. Japan is located in Northeast Asia. Mount Fuji is the most popular tourist attraction in Japan. 99.2% of the Japanese population speak Japanese. But some travelers will say that you can accomplish things when you only speak English. So just because they only speak Japanese, uh, they can still understand what you're saying if you talk in English. Jap- Japan is an archipelago made up of around 600... Oh, wow. Japan is an archipelago made up of over 6,800 islands. But only four of those islands are occupied as the main country of Japan. I bet you didn't know that. So there are over 6,800 islands for Japan, but only four of them are occupied, and that makes up the main country of Japan. That is called an archipelago. The greater Tokyo area is the most populated megacity in the entire world. There are over 38 million people that live there. Japan has the second highest life expectancy of any other place in the entire world. The life expectancy in Japan is between 83 and 84 years old. Let's dwell on that. We're going to talk about the food towards the end of the program. And you're going to find out Japanese food is mainly healthy. So it's interesting that they have the second highest life expectancy in the entire world. It's between 83 and 84 years old. An astonishing 69% of Japan is covered in forest. Now you're going we're going to talk about this stuff, earthquakes and volcanoes, but there are 47 active volcanoes in Japan. And they are monitored very closely by scientists. So could you imagine at any point one of these 47 volcanoes can go off. There are more than here's a here's a fun fact. I want everyone to hold on to your chairs. There are more than 1,500 earthquakes every year in Japan. That's right. You heard me correctly. Over 1,500 earthquakes every year happen in Japan. Obviously, most of them are small. But large, devastating earthquakes happen every now and again. And you've heard some of them on the news. The deadliest earthquake to ever happen in Japan happened in 1923 and killed approximately 
40,000 people. So there was an earthquake in Japan in 1923 that killed around 140,000 people. Japan has the world's deepest underwater post box. What? Japan has the world's deepest underwater mailbox. They have a mailbox that is 30 feet underwater. It is in the Guinness Book of World Records as the world's deepest underwater mailbox. Mount Fuji, which we said is the top tourist attraction in Japan, is actually considered a sacred place in the Shinto religion. And we're going to talk about more about Mount Fuji as the episode goes on. Because of the Japanese uh, being very religious, Japanese people have a deep affection for nature. And that is mainly because the Shinto religion, which is the prominent religion in Japan, teaches that everything in nature should be respected. So everything in nature should be respected. That goes down to their religious beliefs. The Sea of Japan holds an abundance of fish. There are many, many fish in the Sea of Japan. It is believed that the first people to live in Japan were between 30,000 BCE and 35,000 BCE. So they believe that there were people existing in Japan all the way back to 30,000 BCE. The first known society in Japan was recorded around 15,000 years ago. Wow. So the first known society where we can prove there were people in Japan was 15,000 years ago. Now, I don't know why this is coming up right now. This should be kept for the end of the show, but this is how I wrote the show. No melt ice cream, which is technically ice cream that takes longer to melt. It will eventually melt, but it takes longer uh, than the normal amount of time for ice cream to melt, was invented in Japan. 1635, the Japanese... Oh, here's something interesting. I got to be honest with everyone. I didn't know this. But back in 1635, the Japanese people closed off their country to tourists. So it it became isolated from the rest of the world. And that was in existence for 200 years. And that started in 1635. So to sum it up, there was a period of 200 years where the Japanese people purposely isolated themselves from the rest of the world. There was nobody able to go visit Japan. That, that was that way for 200 years. And that started in 1635. There is a highway in Osaka, Japan. That literally goes through a building. So the highway goes through the building. So it goes through the fifth, sixth, and seventh floor, seventh floors 
of an actual building. And I was told that the rest of the building is soundproof. So the workers that work in that building are not affected by the highway that goes literally right through the building. And that is because the rest of the building is soundproof. Once again, I want to remind everyone, at the end of the episode, we're going to talk about Japanese cuisine. I have some mind-blowing facts about Japanese cuisine. And as I said earlier, it's one of the most healthiest cuisines in the world. And that is probably why Japan has the second highest life expectancy. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to start putting the time markers in the outline to the show when you go to your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, and you look for Learn About World Cuisine, I'm going to actually put the time cues for the people that want to just hear about the cuisine. Japan is the only country in the entire world that has an emperor. Now, today, in modern times, the emperor holds no power, and he has very limited power. But they take a lot of pride in the tradition of having an emperor. But Japan is the only country in the world today that has an emperor. Japan has the third largest economy in the entire world. It is believed that in 19... Oh, check this out. I want everyone to listen closely. They believe that in 1997, a Pokemon episode sent almost 1,000 Japanese children to the hospital. Why would a Pokemon episode send almost 1,000 kids who watched it to the hospital? And they believe it was a, it was a weird effect from the strobe lighting in the episode. So uh, over 700 kids had to go to the hospital in 1997 due to watching a Pokemon episode. And they believe it was because of the strobe lighting used in the episode. Because Japan stretches from north to south so far, so it's such a long way between north and south Japan, the climate greatly varies from region to region. Uh, Japan is also a hiker's paradise. So if you're looking to take a vacation and you love to hike, Japan is your spot. So our world travelers who listen to the show to get information, uh, Japan is a hiker's paradise. Japan has the seventh longest coastline in the entire world. There are massive amounts of limestone caves in Japan. Now, if you're wondering what a limestone cave is, it's a cave that you can go inside, even if it's below zero outside, and the temperature is always the same. So people in Japan can visit a limestone cave, and it's always going to be the same temperature. Yeah, the temperature is going to be consistent inside the cave. Now, here's an interesting thing. From the year 2003 until the year 2009, the Japanese people had a huge boom of people getting pets. 
What? So between 2003 and 2009, a ton of people in Japan started buying pets. And it escalated the ownership of cats and dogs plus $6 million to what they already had. So it increased the ownership of cats and dogs plus $6 million. So obviously, when you have a pet boom where everyone's buying pets, some people are not going to need them or cannot afford them, and they're going to give them back to the shelter, right? Or they're going to put them in a, uh, in a shelter. So because of this pet boom, in 2010, there were half a million animals put to sleep that were returned by the people who bought them between 2003 and 2009. So that's the consequence of everybody wanting a pet. So obviously, if you have six million more people buying pets, half of them aren't going to need them or they don't have enough money for them. And then they're going to give them to a shelter. And that's what happened in Japan. The consequence was in 2010, almost a half a million pets had to be put to sleep. As we said in previous episodes, the trains in Japan are exactly precise. So if they are supposed to leave at 111, they will leave at 111. Okay? So if you're one of our world travelers and you're thinking about vacationing in Japan, keep in mind that the train system is exact. The statistics on trains being late in Japan are astonishing. They are You can set your watch to the time of the train. There are many sand dunes in Japan. And there are people from all over the world that come to visit the sand dunes. Could you imagine? Honey, let's go visit some sand dunes in Japan. I would have never known. There are approximately 540,000 Japanese citizens who decided to go what's called off the grid and stay in their homes year-round. And they have completely withdrawn themselves from society. And they found that out by doing a census. They found over 500,000 people who decided to go off the grid, which means they have no communication with the outside world, and they pretty much stay in their homes. Uh, They found out that over 500,000 Japanese people completely withdrawn themselves from society. From 1940, here's here's a fun fact. I'm going to give you a heads up if I think something is really interesting. And I find this very interesting. From 1948 to surprisingly 2015, just eight years ago, there was a Japanese law banning people from dancing after midnight. And that law was just abolished eight years ago. There are a huge number of hot springs located in Japan. Because Japan is so mountainous, and we're going to get into this uh, when we talk about the food. Because there are, it's such a mountainous country, only 1.7% of Japan 
is pastures and grassland. And only 12.7% of Japan is suitable for agriculture. And you're going to learn more about that when we get into the food. And those stats are so bad because Japan is a very mountainous country. Japan has one of the lowest unemployment rates in the entire world. In 2018, it was only 2.3%. In the year 1959, there was a devastating typhoon in Japan. That killed over 5,000 people. Although there are many typhoons that hit Japan, the one in 1959 was the deadliest. On March 11th of 2011, and I remember hearing about this in the news, a whopping 9.0 Richter scale earthquake hit Japan. And the cost to rebuild from the destruction of the, that earthquake was almost $200 billion. Yes, you heard that right. It cost Japan almost $200 billion to rebuild from the 2011 earthquake. The Japanese people measure their earthquakes on what's called a Shindo scale. And that basically gives people an idea of the devastation from the actual earthquake. Whereas the other measurement gives you the magnitude of the earthquake. So Japan measures their earthquakes differently. Japan is a country now, I have said this on many shows, but when you travel to Japan, You are going to be astonished at the amount of vending machines. Yes, you heard me right. There is actually a vending machine for almost everything in Japan. They even have sushi that you can buy from a vending machine. There are approximately 23 vending machines for every person in Japan. So I've done a few shows about Japan. And the one thing that blew me away every episode is the amount of vending machines and what the vending machines sell in Japan. So when you travel to Japan, you are going to be astonished at how many things you can buy out of a vending machine, including sushi. And the stats are that there are 23 vending machines for every individual person in Japan. So if you're one of my world travelers that listen to the show, keep that in mind before you go. You're going to be seeing a lot of bizarre vending machines. Japan just legalized gambling casinos in 2018. So gambling was, casinos were illegal In Japan, all the way up till 2018, there is a spot in Tokyo where you can leave a restaurant. There's a section of Tokyo. I can't pronounce it, and I love my Japanese listeners. We get get listeners in Japan every week, and I don't want to insult them by trying to pronounce the area, but there is a spot in Tokyo where when you leave a restaurant, you'll find a vendor outside selling a fake version 
of the popular menu item in the restaurant. And that is in a particular section of Tokyo. Uh, but I found that interesting. So when you go to the restaurant, say sushi is their biggest thing, you'll leave the restaurant and there will be someone outside selling a knockoff on a um, outside a vendor selling the, the popular item from their menu, uh, but it will be an imitation. Japan has experienced its lowest birth rate since it started recording birth rates in 1899. So over the past couple of years, the lowest birth rates ever recorded have happened over the last couple of years in Japan. Okinawa, Japan, has the highest rate of people living over 100 years old. Now get this stat. This is a fascinating stat. 67 out of every 100,000 people that live in Okinawa, Japan, live to be over 100 years old. Now, in the United States, where this show is being recorded, it is very rude to slurp your noodles. But in Japan, it is, it is uh, they like it. It is a good thing. And slurping your noodles at a ramen restaurant in Japan is a sign of appreciation. So they actually encourage people to slurp your noodles when you go to a ramen place in Japan or if you're having soup. Japan is one of the biggest consumers of seafood in the entire world. They are one of the biggest consumers of seafood in the entire world. Now... Here is something that's interesting. And this is a fun fact. In Japan, it is actually regular, it's normal for people to take a nap at work. It's very common. So if you work all day, if you're working 10 hours, it's very common for an hour to be taking a nap. So you'll see that in office buildings in Japan. It it is encouraged. Having your Christmas dinner. Here's another fun fact. Having your Christmas dinner at KFC is very common in Japan. So when you go to Japan, it's very common for the Japanese people to have Christmas dinner at KFC. And KFC actually promotes it. And they call it having a KFC Christmas in Japan. Japan is also one of the safest places in the entire world. Before entering any Japanese citizen's house, you are more than likely going to be asked to take off your shoes. Here's something my world travelers that are listening overseas or locally in the USA. It is very common in Japan to have musical toilet seats. Not only does the toilet seat play music, but it heats up the toilet seat. And that is all over the country. Uh, we, I, I read a couple websites from World Travelers that said, hey, musical toilet seats are in the entire country. 
and they heat up the toilet seat as they play the music. So that's all over Japan. There are many different shapes of watermelon in Japan, and they actually sell square watermelons in Japan. I want to get to this fact. This is a fun fact. I want to say it while I'm talking about the watermelon. It is a very luxurious gift in Japan to give someone a basket of high-end fruit. I'm going to say it again because this is one of the fun facts I have later for the show. But I'm going to tell it to you here. In Japan, a luxury gift is considered when you buy high-end fruit and give it to people. So some people buy designer bags. Some people give out jewelry. In Japan, giving someone a basket of high-end fruit is considered a luxurious gift. We all know that the Japanese eat raw fish. But did you know that the Japanese people also eat raw meats, such as chicken and beef? And raw horse meat is a very common thing in Japan to be eaten. And they are called delicacies. Okay, and we're going to get into that. We're going to talk about the food uh, in a few minutes. The number four is an unlucky number in the country of Japan. So the number four is considered bad luck in Japan. Black cats are actually a good luck charm in the country of Japan. The country of Japan has cuddle cafes where you can bring a date and you can actually lay down and cuddle. They consider that relaxing. So there are cafes where you can bring a date and you can lay in bed. That is called cuddle cafes. Now, there is a famous robot that the Japanese created. And it's a state-of-the-art robot. And like we talked about earlier, the Japanese are great in regards to technology. And the Japanese created a robot that actually played football with the United States President, Barack Obama. Okay, so there is a robot that the Japanese created that is so high-tech that it actually played football with President Obama. Now, here is something I think we should spread worldwide. Here is an idea... That should be used worldwide. You ready for this? Cleaning the school. You heard it. Cleaning the school is a part of the curriculum in Japanese schools. So there are no janitors in Japan. What they do is they have the school kids as a part of their education. They have them clean the school. And that teaches kids how to clean. And if you're cleaning the school, you're going to learn a lot. So the Japanese school children actually clean the school. There are no janitors. As we have mentioned in another episode, the McDonald's in Japan is very unique. 
And I get into this. I have a, if you go to your favorite podcast platform, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio. This show does excellent on Amazon Music. Search for Learn About World Cuisine. And there's an episode about Tokyo. And in that episode, I give you all the crazy menu items that are sold at the McDonald's in Japan. The McDonald's in Japan has several unique menu items. The Japanese have been eating sushi since the 2nd century A.D. And as I said, we're going to get into the food part in a few minutes. But Japanese Kobe beef is famous all over the world. Haiku is the shortest poetry that exists. And that was created in Japan. Japan has the highest amount of Nobel laureates out of all the Asian countries. That's impressive. That's impressive. So Japan has the highest amount of Nobel laureates out of all the countries in Asia. The Japanese also have a crazy variety of Kit Kats. Everybody knows Kit Kat bars, right? The chocolate bar. In Japan, they have several different flavors of Kit Kats that you cannot find anywhere else in the world. The Japanese... The Japanese are the third largest producer of cars in the entire world. Hello Kitty was created in Japan in 1974. Hello Kitty is actually older than I thought. Sumo wrestling started in Japan 1500 years ago. One of the, as we said in the beginning of the episode, Japan is made up of over 6,800 islands. And only four are inhabited and make up the country. One of those islands is filled with rabbits. So Elmer Fudd needs to go to one of that island. Bowing when you see someone in Japan is a sign of utmost respect. So as you have all seen, when somebody uh, Japanese people meet someone, they bow. That is a sign of utmost respect. Japan has the shortest escalator in the entire world. Crooked teeth are considered cute in Japan. And there are actual Japanese dental clinics who will actually make people's teeth crooked because it is considered cute in Japan. Japan is home to the busiest train station in the entire world. The word Japan is translated into Land of the Rising Sun. The world's first novel was written in Japan. One of the delicacies in Japan. Oh, here's an interesting thing. Let's dwell on this for a little bit. There is a delicacy in Japan that is actually a very poisonous blowfish. And people eat it. And what they do is they take out the part that's not poisonous, and it is served as a delicacy. Because of this, you have to actually have a license 
to serve blowfish. And uh, one of the delicacies in Japan is a poisonous blowfish. Every year on New Year's Eve, the temples in Japan ring the bell 108 times. By far, the most popular sport in Japan is baseball. Japan is one of the world's largest consumers of coffee and is ranked as the fourth largest coffee consumer in the entire world. Most people in Japan buy their breakfast at convenience stores because they want to save on cooking. So it's not very common for the Japanese people to be making their own breakfast. Most of them buy breakfast at a convenience store. About 25 billion chopsticks are used each year in Japan. 25 billion chopsticks are used in Japan every year. The first geishas were actually men. (laughs) The first geishas were actually men. There is a special rail pass that is designed specifically for foreigners visiting Japan. So if you're one of our world travelers who plan on visiting Japan, there is a bus pass, a rail pass, that is designed specifically for tourists. Many companies in Japan create mail-order businesses so they can sell to the consumer via mail. Kyoto was once the capital of Japan. The city of Nara, Japan, has deer roaming wildly throughout the city. So if you're going to visit N-A-R-A, Japan, it is common to have deer roaming wildly throughout the city. The reason that they gave for the Pearl Harbor attack is that the Japanese felt it was the only way to take full control of Southeast Asia. The legal drinking age in Japan is 20. 20 is the legal drinking age in Japan. Karate is the most popular form of martial arts to come from Japan. The world's largest fish market is located in Tokyo, Japan. Japan is considered of one... uh, Japan is considered... One of the most polite countries in the entire world. The hospitality and politeness of the Japanese people is second to none. The Japanese people believe that your stomach is the center of all emotions. In Japan, green traffic lights are called blue lights. The Japanese consume around 17 million tons. Yes, you heard it. 17 million tons of fish every year. There are over 3,000 McDonald's in Japan. Approximately 33% of the Japanese population. That's a high percentage, boy. Wow. Around 33% of the population of Japan is over 65 years old. As we mentioned earlier, one of the Japanese delicacies is a very poisonous blowfish. So there is a mandate that you must be licensed to sell blowfish 
in Japan. If you receive a green-wrapped present in Japan, it means the person that gave it to you expects love in return. Around 90% of the cell phones sold in Japan are waterproof. How about that? Nine out of ten cell phones sold in Japan are waterproof. There are 13 cities in Japan that have over one million people as the population. Now, I just want to give my listeners a heads up. We are already at minute number 36, so I'm going to speed read through the rest of these. I'm not going to be repeating as often. I like every episode to not be longer than 40 minutes. Probably due to the population age, but Japan sells more adult diapers than they do baby diapers. What? The Japanese celebrate uh, celebrate a thing called the Golden Week at the end of April and early May. And many businesses actually close during this time to commemorate And that is because Golden Week is a time of rest. Tattoos in Japan symbolize criminals and gangs. So if you have tattoos in Japan, you're not going to be able to to, uh, relax in some of their hot springs. So tattoos have not caught on yet in Japan. So the Japanese symbolize criminals and gangs if you have a tattoo, if you're tattooed it up. So some of the hot springs will not allow you in. The candy bar Kit Kat, as we mentioned earlier, is considered good luck in the country of Japan. Despite being one of the most high-tech countries in the entire world, cash is king in Japan. So if you're planning a trip to Japan, keep in mind that you want to have a lot of cash on hand. Uh, Cash is king in the country of Japan. Blowing your nose in public is very disrespectful in the country of Japan. and And it is frowned upon by the citizens. Sumo wrestling is the national sport of Japan. Gift-giving is a very important thing in Japanese culture. World travelers say that March and April are the best times to visit Japan. Now, how about this? This is interesting. Tipping at restaurants is not common in Japan. And it is actually sometimes considered an insult because the Japanese servers feel that they earn their money. And if you tip them, a lot of them get insulted by that. They think they do a good enough job for the money they make. The Japanese have one of the highest suicides rates in the entire world. So one of the highest suicide rates in the entire world is in Japan. Many Japanese homes are fully electronically controlled today. Smoking is a bad thing in Japan. Okay, smoking is frowned upon in Japan. And there are many designated areas that they have set up just for smokers. But smoking is mainly frowned upon in Japan. But there are many areas designated for people who smoke. 
Uh, as I tell you every week, I think a one-hour podcast is way too long. So if you go to your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio, this show does outstanding on Amazon Music. Look up Learn About World Cuisine and subscribe to the show. Most of my episodes are under 40 minutes, and there are at least 12 episodes that are only 20 to 25 minutes long. So, at the 40-minute mark, we're going to start talking about fun facts about Japanese cuisine. All right. Japanese cuisine is heavily influenced by Chinese cuisine. In 2011, Japan, how about this? In 2011, Japan beat France. And they now have the most three-starred Michelin restaurants. Japanese cuisine typically does not put any food on top of rice. Now, this is what I want to get into. When you eat a Japanese meal, they do not add anything to the rice. They don't put vegetables on top. Your rice is served singularly in a bowl. Rice is a staple in Japanese cuisine and is a huge part of Japanese cuisine. Now, sushi, how did they come up with the idea of sushi? Sushi actually was created for preserving fish. So what they did was they would put they would mix rice with vinegar and they would put it around the fish for preserving it. And then they said one day they said, "Hey, let's start eating it." And that is how sushi was created. A traditional characteristic of Japanese food is that they don't use red meat often. Oils, fats, and dairy products are also not used often. In traditional Japanese cuisine. Because they use a lot of soy sauce and miso sauce, Japanese food can sometimes get salty. As we mentioned before, since Japan is basically an island nation, they eat a lot of seafood. And I gave you the stats earlier about how much seafood is consumed in Japan. At one time, the Japanese people would eat rice with every single meal. But modern-day Japan has slowed down on that. So there was a time when the Japanese people would serve rice with every meal. Since 2007, they have kind of shied away from that. Both soba and udon noodles are very popular in Japanese cuisine. Green tea is sometimes served with every Japanese dish. So although I told you they're the top four coffee consumers in the world, green tea is often served with every Japanese dish. Beer production began in Japan in the 1860s, and beer is very popular in Japan to this day. Sake is a brewed rice beverage that actually contains 15 to 17 percent alcohol. Everybody knows sake. Japanese whiskey began pro commercial production in the early 20th century and is now extremely popular. Most of the wine that you have in Japan is imported. 
Coffee first arrived in Japan in the year 1700. But since the 1960s, coffee has become a worldwide sensation in Japan. Many homes in Japan are furnished with westernized tables and chairs. However, there are still low tables found in some homes. And it is common for the Japanese people to eat low to the ground, sitting upright on a low table. And that is uh, found in a lot of Japanese homes. I, I'm sure you guys have seen a movie or something where the Japanese citizens are on their knees, basically, and eating low to the ground. Uh, that still is uh, happens today. In Japanese homes, the special guest is always seated furthest from the front door. <laughs> and the host of the dinner sits closest to the entrance of the house. Japanese people take great pride in their presentation of the meal. And this is what I want to get across to people. The Japanese take just as much pride in the look of a meal than they do in the taste of a meal. So when you go to Japan and you have someone, a host present a meal to you, make sure you compliment the presentation because they take just as much pride in the presentation of the cuisine than they do as the taste of the cuisine. It is also customary for the oldest person to begin eating before the other people at the table. In 1910, the first ramen shop opened in Tokyo. And as we said earlier, ramen is a Chinese food. A Japanese chemist was the first person to use the word umami. Umami was huge just a few years ago. And that was in the year 1908. And then in 2002, scientists found that umami taste receptors are in people's tongues. As we mentioned earlier in this episode, for 200 years, Japan was isolated from the rest of the world. You couldn't travel to Japan. They closed the whole place down. So a lot of the cuisine is authentic to them. Okay? Uh, but there was a 200-year period where nobody was allowed to come into Japan. They isolated themselves from the rest of the world, and that affected the cuisine. In the 1920s, Japanese artists... Oh, here's pretty cool. Here's something pretty cool. In the 1920s, Japanese artists created fake food. And that way, when you went to a restaurant, you had like a ceramic of what the meal looks like. And I thought that was a pretty good idea. That was happening back in the 1920s. So when you went into a restaurant, they would have the artistry of what the meal looks like, and you could look at the at what it looks like. Instead of a photo, they would, they would actually create fake food. Originally, Japanese bento boxes, which are very popular today, were lunch boxes that people would take with them to work. And that is the origin of the Japanese bento box. 
Spring is a great time to visit Japan due to the cherry blossoms. Did you know that cherry blossoms are edible? I didn't even know that. So visiting Japan in the spring is a great time because you can see the cherry blossoms. And cherry blossoms are edible. And as I keep telling you, politeness is taken very seriously in Japan. So you want to compliment the host on the presentation of the meal. They take just as much pride in the presentation than they do in the taste. Now, there are some restaurants in Japan that are going to prohibit you from taking photos. So keep that in mind. Some of the restaurants don't want you taking photos. And that is because they value the presentation and the looks of their food. If you go into a ramen shop in Japan, they do not appreciate you sharing a bowl. So keep that in mind if you're traveling to Japan. If you go into a ramen shop, they want each person to have their own bowl. Even if you have to order a smaller bowl. In the Japanese culture, sushi is meant to be eaten with your hands. So when you go to a sushi restaurant in Japan, eat with your hands. It's meant to be that way. They do not appreciate people eating sushi with chopsticks. Sushi was meant to always be eaten with your hands. And in Japan, sushi restaurants will supply you with wet wipes to make sure your hands are always clean. It is also expected that you eat your sushi in one bite in Japan. Because if you try to eat sushi in two bites, it normally falls apart. So the chef's... And the sushi uh, people in Japan want you to eat the sushi in one bite. How come every time you get sushi, it has ginger? Uh, Ginger is served with sushi as a palate cleanser. And it is not to be eaten at the same time with the sushi. So I know a lot of people that put the ginger on top of the sushi and eat it all at once. That's not the way you do it. Uh, Ginger is a palate cleanser. So when you eat one form of sushi, you eat the ginger, and then you eat the other part. It cleanses your palate. It is frowned upon in the country of Japan to transfer food from one pair of chopsticks to another. So if you're you're at a restaurant in Japan and you try to have your buddy taste a piece of the steak, uh, wasabi beef, it is impolite and frowned upon. To take your chopsticks and share it with his chopsticks. The Japanese people also do not like it. If a guest at the restaurant points to someone using their chopsticks. And I'll tell you what. This is actually common. So if you're at a restaurant in Japan and you have chopsticks. And you see someone you know. It's impolite to point to them using your chopsticks. And if you sit your chopsticks down on your, on your plate, make sure they are not in the shape of an X. Putting chopsticks on a plate in the shape of an X is actually, actually means death in China. In Japan, it doesn't mean death, but it is frowned upon. But keep in mind, in China, putting your chopsticks down on your plate in the form of an S, uh, an X, I'm sorry, an X, 
means death. Multi-course meals are very popular in the country of Japan. And it is very common to have a 12-course meal. But keep in mind, presentation is just as important as taste to the Japanese chefs. So all if you do get a 12-course meal, each course is going to look phenomenal. The most popular soup in the entire country of Japan is miso soup. And in Japan, miso soup is typically served with rice. Here's something I want everyone to perk up and listen to. Uh, This might help a lot of the listeners out there. In Japan, they believe that clam-flavored miso soup cures a hangover. That's right. Clam-flavored miso soup in the Japanese culture, they are convinced that it cures a hangover. And uh, if you are a drinker and you get drunk and you're worried about a hangover the next day, the Japanese people really, really believe that clam-based miso soup is a cure for a hangover. Okay? Here's something I want everyone to pay attention to. I've said this on other episodes. The wasabi that you get in restaurants and supermarkets is fake. I'm going to say it again. The wasabi that you get at restaurants and supermarkets is fake. Authentic, real wasabi is actually very, very expensive. And it's not going to come with a $12 sushi roll. 95% of the wasabi that you get is fake. And that is because wasabi is so hard to cultivate. So the price of an authentic, actual wasabi is astronomical. So the wasabi that you're getting on your sushi plates and the wasabi that you're seeing at supermarkets mostly is fake. 95% of it is fake. The real stuff is extremely expensive, and you're not going to get that on a $10 to $12 sushi roll. All right, let's let's keep going. All right, we covered that. I'm going to just skip through because this show is running very long. And we said a lot of this stuff I've already said, and we're getting beyond 45 minutes now. So, All right, everything I'm reading now I've already mentioned. So, Okay. Japanese food is rarely spicy, and the Japanese take great focus on seasonality in their dishes. So their dishes are tied to the season. So whatever season it's in, they like to focus their food on that. All right, I think we're done. I think we, I think we covered it. All right, I think we're done. All right, now... I want everyone to go to your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora Radio, uh, any place that's, uh, that you can find podcasts. And I want you to look. I, got, I have two other episodes. 
One episode I covered the continent of Asia, and the other episode I covered Tokyo. If you listen to those two other episodes along with this episode, that is the finest information that you're going to know that you're going to find about Japan. You're not going to learn much more than are located in those three episodes. So go to your favorite podcast platforms, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Subscribe to learn about world cuisine and go through my archives. And if you listen to this episode, along with my episode about the continent of Asia and my episode about Tokyo, nobody gave you more information about Japan than me. Okay, I want to thank uh, one of our great listeners. Keep in mind, you can communicate with me about the show by going to Philly, P-H-I-L-L-Y, Restaurant Reviews with an S dot com. So Philly Restaurant Reviews dot com. And you can communicate with me in regards to the show. I had an email this week where somebody thanked me because they did something I never thought of. Uh, their child had a school project. And he said to me in the email, he said, Kevin, you would not believe how many times schools want the school kids to write about a country in the world. And he said he all he did was listen to your show, and he had his school report done in no time. I never thought about that, but he opened my eyes to the fact that a lot of school kids are asked to make school projects about everything I'm doing on this show. So his son... Uh, needed to write a school project about Great Britain. So he went to his favorite podcast platform. He listened to my episode about Great Britain, and his son completed his project in no time. So keep in mind, this show is a great resource uh, for those types of things. Each week, I give you fun, mind-blowing facts about a different area of the world and their cuisine. And this week, we covered Japan. I don't think you can get any more information about Japan than I have covered on the podcast platform. So keep in mind, if it's Thursday morning, it's time for you to check your favorite podcast platform for a brand new episode of Learn About World Cuisine. I will talk to everyone next Thursday.